Christina, and welcome to Come Sip With Me. Much like many of you, I have loved and lost, felt pain and grieved. I have found solace in creativity and tea. Join me as we talk about all of this and working through it to be our best selves. So let's brew some tea, pull up a chair, lock arms, and chat. Again, welcome to Come Sit With Me. So I'd like to welcome our listeners to the show and thank you so much for spending your afternoon with us today. Um, I'd like to introduce us. I'm Christina and this is Jack, my husband and my my co-host and my co-pilot in life. I'm so happy that you joined us on this podcast. Um, you might know me from Instagram or Facebook or one of or both as um, as Christina, the girl that with the tea, the girl that infuses the tea with alcohol, um, which that's how this journey started is when I stumbled upon a tea company and it just seemed natural to be attracted to a tea company and want to explore everything tea. And the reason being is while I was growing up my entire life, my mother would drink tea, every type of tea, fruit tea, black tea, um, herb tea, you could, any kind of tea, she would drink it. If there was a tea store, we'd have to stop for her to buy tea. So growing up, I drank tea. I missed drinking tea after my mom moved to heaven. Did you drink hot tea when you were little or just iced tea? I would drink room temperature tea. Okay. Not iced tea, not... um, Funny story, we would drink sun tea. So my mom would put out a pitcher on the porch... And the tea would brew in the sun, and then we would put it in the fridge. But if she made a cup of tea in the morning, she would make two, and I would wait for mine to cool down, and I would drink it. Because tea is really hot, so you don't want to give that to a child, especially one that... So you get kids' temperature. I got kids' temperature. Did your grandma drink tea? Funny story, she she was a coffee drinker five days of the week. But two days of the week when she spent those days with my mother, she drank tea, but black tea. Or when she got older and discovered herbal tea, she would drink chamomile or um, she'd adventure into some Chinese teas that she would find here and there. Okay. So yes, my grandmother would drink tea, but it would be, like I said, a black tea or a green herbal tea that she would find in her journeys across the land. And drinking the tea really um, sparked my soul and my heart to miss my mom a little bit more, but also how do I get those feelings and emotions out instead of having them bottled in all of the time? So that launched the idea of a blog which then launched an idea of a website that could house recipes and um, my blog as well as the tea shop. And then 
here we are today with a podcast. Yeah, I mean, you really, you accelerated the T to begin with before even, you know, jump, you know, jumping into steeped. But um, I think then you actually started infusing with alcohol (laughs) too, right? And you got really love doing those videos. Yeah. uh, And kind of a creative outlet, I think, for you, which is good, has been good. Um, But then, yeah, all the other stuff kind of came together. You know, I said I could build a website. You said, okay, I'll take one. And then you said, I think I want to do a podcast. And I said, I I can do that, right? Here we are. I used to be in a band. I can figure this out. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a nice little evolution. Yeah. And I think it goes really well with tea because when you think about the different flavors and types of tea and how long it takes for each tea to steep or brew to the right level of flavor is really how we live life. So when you grieve someone, you know, it takes stages to get through the grief. So when you're steeping a tea, you know how much to put in a tea bag or an infuser, how many minutes to wait, and then you know it's going to be a great tea. Um, when you're mixing a tea and infusing two teas together, whether it's um, a fruit tea and a black tea together, you know the exact amount. So that would go into like how partnerships work in a relationship. And then you also know you can't drink fruit tea all of the time because then you might get um, too much sugar in your system, which leads to fitness and diet and making sure you're watching everything the right way. And just basically understanding how tea works. So it kind of, you know, I've circled all of them, all of those topics around tea, which I think fits beautifully together. Like a beautiful bouquet of tea leaves. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's interesting. I think that's a little bit of a stretch for the connection. (laughs) But I think really the root, what I see for what you've done is, uh, you know, you've had... uh, some grief really your big grief really was uh with your mom's passing and you've worked you know you've gone through several things to try and deal with that right whether it's been you know not eating healthfully uh not exercising and then jumping into exercising because you were trying to run down that path for a little bit um i think you circled back with the t uh Maybe because there's a connection with your mom, yeah. you know, and then I think from there and, and I guess dealing with the grief too, even potentially some level of drinking, right? Right. And an unhealthy level, not what you do now is you do light infusions, which is, I think are really good. They're actually refreshing mm-hmm. ones that you make. And it's not like you're, we're not getting drunk off of the stuff you're infusing together. No. Um, so it's not, uh, it's not a band aid like that, but you know, I think that, uh, that really reconnected you more with your mom, as you were talking about earlier. Um, And I think that's, you know, helped you in dealing with the grief. But I think connected with that, you were kind of circling back, I think, um, you know, because this is our intro podcast, um, to kind of talk about, you know, the different topics that you want to talk about um, in future podcasts. You know, I know 
on your blog posts, you, you write about a lot of different things and you've got more backed up that we're going to be publishing, but you write about a lot of different uh, things in the blog posts. But I think this is going to be a little more structured for you. Um, you know, doing, you know, basically once a week covering, like you had talked about, kind of going through some grief, you know, so grief will be one of those podcasts and then obviously relationships. And I don't know if we, you know, who knows if you intertwine, you know, the grief with all of these or the tea with all of these, but I think they're just good therapeutic topics to talk about. Um, and it also becomes interesting, right, for anybody listening, that there's probably one of these four or five that, you know, could really, people could uh, could catch on to, you know. Um, and then you had mentioned fitness and health, right, food, exercise, how tough that is, especially now that we're um, older than 40. Um, we're going to be grandparents soon. Uh, and then of course tea, you gotta have, you gotta talk about tea and I'm sure you're still going to do your infusion stuff. Oh yes. Uh, you know, your little Instagram stuff every week. Um, and then I like the last one obviously cause it, uh, focuses on me, which will be only when there's a fifth Friday in the month. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on finances, family finances and things like that. Uh, that's my, definitely my forte, uh, in this whole deal along with the technology and the moral support for Christina. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, that'll be very interesting. You know, who knows what the order will be each month, but I think that's uh, good things, good things to come. Therapeutic, certainly for, for me, mm-hmm. you know, creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully for you in terms of, you know, dealing with your grief and stuff. Right. And, and my, my wish is that when ladies come and find my podcast and come sit and, and sip with me over their tea, we can talk about those hard topics that no one wants to talk about, which is grief. I mean, I wore my grief like a fine fur coat. I did not want to let that grief go because when you release the grief, there's a fear that if I stop grieving for you, I will forget you. And that's why we hold on to grief so long. Mm. That is it to T. Because we feel like, well, if I stop grieving, I'm going to forget you. Therefore, I can't honor your memory. So I hope... So grief is your connection. I think so. I think for a lot of people, right? Because they're they're sad and they don't want to let go because that person's not there in their life. So they they hold on to those memories and and they're sad because they live in that memory. They don't want to let go of that memory because once that memory is gone, there's that fear of forgetting and not honoring that person the way that in your head you think someone should be honored. It is such um, a complex issue. It's not just, oh, I'll be done in seven stages. I'll be done in five stages. I'll be done in three stages. There's no prescribed time for grief. It is a journey that you walk alone on. You can't. It's, it's just like what we're going through right now with COVID. 
with COVID, you have to be alone. And when you think about people that are widowed and people that are alone because someone, their, their parent is gone or their partner is gone or, or their husband or wife are gone, that is what grief feels like to them 24-7 because they're alone. So I'm hoping that just by opening up this topic for some people to listen to, they can, it'll, it'll heal them in some ways or open up their heart to be able to start accepting and have happiness again is my, my one true wish with this and my desire. Yeah. Well, you certainly, uh, I think of, you know, I've known you a long time, but you know, you certainly dealt with some things that have hit you pretty hard. And so I think you've got a lot to share. You know, my mom moving to heaven was, was a big, a big grief for me. Like I think it was by far the most traumatic thing that has ever happened to me that probably will happen less losing you. Right. But it was huge. She was my best friend, my confidant, my cheerleader. Um, the person that I would go to, she was my person and she was there in the morning and then gone in the afternoon. And there was no like, Hey, you know, you should come to the hospital and say goodbye to your mom. I didn't have that luxury. And I know some people might be offended when I say luxury, but that by far is a luxury. And I know that is a luxury by how I lost my dad. Big difference. I was able to say, see you later. Right. So, and I just, I, I think when you are going through grief, it also spills into other areas of your life. Right. So like with our relationship, you turned into the Sherpa, right? So we can talk about topics about how grief affects relationships, relationships with your spouse, relationships with your children, with your coworkers. How does that, uh, how does that fit in? And then we'll talk beyond just grief and relationships. We'll talk about real life relationships, like living through a remodel that you're doing because your husband decided to rip out a bathroom or let's do this because I know we can. And I mean, for oh. clarity, it, we did, I didn't rip out a bathroom. We needed a new toilet. <laughs> and when I removed the toilet, I noticed the floor was not exactly what I thought would be perfect. Um, so, and yeah, we went from there. To the entire house being remodeled. Yeah. So that's a strain on a relationship itself. Living through that, tearing up, tearing up floors. Um, and the metaphors, when you think about ripping floors out of a house, it's kind of like ripping back the layers of, of Sherpa-ness that you carry around, all that stuff you don't need to have. Oh, yeah. We, well, we saw that, actually. It's funny as an analogy, right? In some of these flooring, some of these areas, the floors were several layers thick, right? Right. So, I mean, we can laugh about it now because it's done and it's beautiful, but um, we were on plywood for uh, for how long? I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, too, lo- too long, I think you would say. Too, too long. But then, you know, also grief also has a role to play in fitness and in health. So when you think about when you're sad, people tend to overeat or they don't eat Absolutely. or they yep. eat the wrong choices. So we'll talk about that of, um, of what they call it comfort food, right? Right. Yeah. 
that's all you want are those ding-dongs or those coffee cakes or, or lasagna or whatever you yep. name it you know and so finding that path and i feel with a certain trainer that i found you know no plug but through beach body this trainer you know spoke to my heart spoke to me in a way that i've never had that happen before so funny as it is like we do 100 days together and then the workout's done and I grieve because it's like 100 days is done now what and you know giving yourself that permission to do 100 and 100 and 100 it doesn't matter how many 100 workouts you do you can stay with the same person you don't have to go to the next workout yeah and that was amazing that you did you did the full 100 days I remember you getting through that and I mean, full disclosure, that was what we referred to earlier. I think we referred to earlier that, you know, different paths. You had tried the exercise path, which happened to be Beachbody. Um, but you're not a coach anymore, but you're still, I guess, a proverbial student. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was one thing you had tried, you know, to kind of parlay into dealing with grief and then trying to create a business with it, which um, just it wasn't wasn't the right path for you. No. The exercise part's good, but, you know, the bringing on people and coaching wasn't wasn't for you. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. Always bringing it back. But um, finding this trainer and having this trainer go from being on my television to being my champion on Instagram was amazing. And, and, And today even keeps me going because I'll post something on Instagram and she'll respond like, let's do this. And for some people that are stuck, you know, they don't know where to turn to. I, I happen to be blessed with a really great coach. Uh, My coach is phenomenal. I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't love her? She's a Pittsburgh Steeler fan from Pittsburgh. But anyway, so are we that we're not from Pittsburgh, but we're Steeler fans. Yeah, Steeler fans for Um, sure. But having someone encourage you, you know, going about, a fitness plan or changing your lifestyle of eating is hard to do by yourself. It's very hard to self-motivate. But when you have a support system, super easy. You know, when you it's not super easy. Once you change your mindset, it's easy. But changing your mindset's the hard part. Very hard part. Well, I think it's very hard to do alone too, right? Even yeah. though I think you kind of alluded that you know, grief is an individual journey, which I don't argue with that, right? Five, you know, five stages, four stages, seven stages. I know there's all kinds of theories, but, and, you know, psychological uh, training or whatever. But I think uh, even though it is an individual journey, I think to your point, um, it's hard to do alone. So I don't know if that makes sense. That's kind of how I'm processing it. It is hard. It's hard to self-motivate because there's days when you're grieving and you're like, I just want to take a nap today. And giving yourself that permission and allowing yourself to go take a nap, it's hard to do that. Then, you know, reverse that mindset to today you need to work out, but I just want to take a nap. No, today is the day you work out. You're going to feel so much better once you work out. And having an accountability partner, whether it's social media or, you know, your husband 
or a friend or someone across the country that you don't even know that, you know, you've connected with. Regardless, you've, you have an accountability person in your life that can help you with that. So I think, you know, talking about those things and being a, not a crutch, but, but a tool to help you deal with grief is pretty important. And then we'll talk about all things tea. You know, I, I view tea differently than most people. Like when I look through a catalog of, of our tea, I don't see the tea leaves. I see the lady drinking the tea. And it makes me giggle because I'm like, oh, I could totally tell who's drinking this tea. You know, oh, I can see like if I was in a bar and we were making infused drinks, who would be drinking this drink? And it makes me giggle. And I think that's why I get so much enjoyment out of making these drinks because I envision the person drinking this and who would enjoy it. And, um, you know, it kind of goes back to, I guess, watching Sex in the City so much when I was younger. But just that feeling of, wow, these are, these are unique drinks and unique ladies would be drinking this. I don't know. You know, I, I know I've made you a couple of drinks with tequila in it that you like it, and I'm by no means a tequila person at all, Tito's, all the way. But we already knew that from Instagram. So we'll close it off with all things tea from the health benefits. And there are so many health benefits from tea. Like if you can't sleep, there's a tea to help you calm down to be able to sleep. There's tricks to help with insomnia. How do you deal with insomnia? Insomnia is a, is a monster and a beast. And that could be part of grief. And that could be part of anxiety. Anxiety could be, you know, when you dig down deep enough, that could be grief. Like right now when we're in COVID and we're all isolated, this is a, a time of grief, right? Because you're grieving your friends. You're grieving being out social. I know some people don't have a problem with this. Some people do, that they can't go out and see their friends and their family and it's Passover right now and it's Easter weekend and you would be spending time with your friends and family. Parks are closed. You can't go see your loved ones, especially the elderly right now. So I miss the family part, but I think I miss going out and eating a steak at a restaurant. That's the one thing I've been kind of thinking about the last couple of weeks. And it's good to have our goal of what we're at, where we're going on when this is done. Where do oh Morton's. We're gonna I've never been to Morton's. Yeah. You haven't, neither is Aaron. I know. I took Ashley when she was very, very little. Crazy. Because I was we were in San Francisco. Um so yeah, we've gotta do that do that treat for sure. So I'm just really excited that we're able to launch this podcast and have an opportunity to put our voice out there and you know, I know my favorite character from Game of Thrones is a girl with no name. I sometimes feel that way, but I really feel that doing this podcast, I will finally have a name. Very good. And so um, I guess it's Christina. Come sip with me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and if you guys want to check it out, it's at uh, ChristinaPurvis.com which is Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, and Purvis is P-U-R-V-I-S dot com. 
and you can get uh, all this cool stuff. Podcasts, blog posts, um, tea shop, tea shop, and everything else. So, hope you guys will join us next time uh, when we dive a little deeper into topics. This was kind of an intro section. Um, I'm Jack Purvis, by the way. I'm her husband, champion, uh, lover, <laughs> cheerleader. Um, and I uh, hope everybody's uh, staying healthy, staying safe, washing hands, and uh, keeping socially distant. And remembering to love each other. Absolutely. And if, if you have that instinct right now to jump on social media to say something about our political leaders, just take pause and remember the governor of New York and New Jersey this week alone would trade their job with you any minute of the day. So there's a lot going on and a lot to be thankful for. And we should be thanking our leaders. Either, either side, right? Either side. They're all going through a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff. So with all the sadness in the world, just remember we need to love each other and come together apart. Bye.